0: Welcome out to this week's episode of the Dual Threat Podcast. It is Hagen and Scott over the wavelengths. We are so excited. The NFL season is just around the corner. And this is our preseason show. We are getting geared up. We are getting ramped up. We are hyped. I'm personally so hyped for the NFL season, Scooter. I don't know how you're feeling. I don't know if you're as excited as I am, but I am stoked.
1: Not nearly. Let baseball season continue. I'm having a great time. watching strictly baseball with my life
0: yeah no way you're watching any games of baseball we all know that
1: uh no yeah i i will not be tuning into baseball i have been watching golf there was a great golf tournament this past weekend which was was very exciting our boy wills alatoris finally got a win but i'm all in on nfl season i think just as much as you are so i'm 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 geared up as well and ready to talk about the action
0: You didn't. You mentioned this golf tournament. You mentioned a a guy we like, Will Zalatoris, but you didn't mention our favorite golfer on this podcast, Brian Harmon.
1: Oh yes, yes, the Harman. Shout out to the Harman because he really he he carried me personally to some money this week. I know he did for you as well. So I might just have to be a believer in the lefty.
0: I think he's five foot seven, left-handed, just the most average golfer you could find you got to love him he is a fun guy
1: i point out he looks like murr and i think that's why he looks like murr from Impractical jokers i think that is why you like him
0: um yeah they're probably i just like all bald guys i think i think every guy in my family is actually bald so i think i have to like all bald guys oh there you go
1: well yeah. He also has, like, an anger issue, which I relate with. Whenever he's on the <laughs> Did you see his, him after, like, like, I think it was, like, whole 17 or something like that when he, like, officially was cooked to not win first place. He, like, slammed his club into the ground and then stomped his foot and was like, I see why Hagen likes him now. I see why Hagen wanted him in his foursome now.
0: Dude, I'm telling you, he's the most, like, average golfer that's actually good at golf. It's, it's incredible.
1: No, yeah. no,
0: yeah. I don't know. But enough about golf, let's start talking about the NFL season, Scooter. We're kind of going to preview the divisions and and what we're we're thinking is going to happen in each division this year. Let's just start off with probably the best division. Let's start off with the two best divisions in the NFL. We'll start with the AFC West first. This obviously has the Raiders, the Chiefs, the Chargers, and the Broncos, all with improved teams. The Chiefs did lose Tyree kill as we know, but the Raiders got Devontae Adams chargers upgraded their defense and the Broncos got dangerous Wilson. Let's ride. How are you thinking about this? What are you, th- what are some of your thoughts about the AFC West here, man?
1: It is just, I, I feel like we can pretty much confidently say it will be the, the best quarterback play of any division. Correct. Like there's no doubt about that. Like every single team, Derek Carr is the worst quarterback in the division, and even he is like an above-average quarterback.
0: I last year said Derek Carr was a top-five quarterback.
1: You did. You did. So Derek Carr might not even be the worst in your eyes. It might be the Holmes.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> well, come on. I, I mean, Justin Herbert still has some stuff to prove for me, and Russ Wilson, I don't know. We'll see if his moon ball takes effect in, in Mile High. We'll see how that goes.
1: Yeah, and I mean – my thoughts about Russell Wilson have uh, been – what do we want to say? They, I haven't spared many thoughts, um, that from spared from sharing many thoughts on, on him. So probably don't need to spend too much more time on him. But I personally believe, like, yeah, we're going to get the, the best quarterback play. And also, like, I think four sneaky really good defenses. Like, the Chiefs and the Raiders probably don't have, like, the flash that the other defenses have. Um, I know the Broncos are always a consistently really good defense in the chargers. They got, who was, who was the, did they get Vaughn Miller? They got
0: Khalil like Mack and they also Kahlil got JC Jackson from the Patriots, the corner. Yeah. So they upgraded at edge rusher and upgraded yeah. at corner.
1: Yeah. So they did t- two flashy splash signings. Um, and I-, I feel like the chargers, they're going to have a lot of hype on defense. They obviously still have Derwin James and Joey Bosa too. But I think like, I really loved the chiefs draft picks on defense and the Raiders also getting Chandler Jones to to rush the passer along with Max Crosby like I feel like it's just four really well-rounded teams and it's a tough place to start because I I have a really hard time predicting (laughs) anything that's going to happen in this because the Chargers famously last year too we never had a grip on what they were going to do
0: Not for one second. And, and I think some of that comes back to Brandon Staley, right? Like he is a, you get a lot of big swings with him, which is fun to see. I, I, I like that you pointed out that these are very well-rounded teams. I personally think the chargers might have the best defense this year. So hopefully that translates into offense for them. Whereas the Raiders might have the worst defense, which I, I, looking at their back end they don't have a great back end you're right they got Chandler Jones so they may get at the quarterback a little bit better this year yeah but, but their defense just doesn't seem as well rounded as the other three the chiefs are young the Broncos like you've said have been great they'll get Bradley Chubb back this year and hopefully that helps them out but it is it is very interesting because all of these teams seem very 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 similar and very little to separate them.
1: Totally, and I I think like the this could be a a situation where we see all four teams above 500 somehow like finish the year like the the worst team in the division finishes at nine and eight. Yeah, maybe that that's probably that might be a, a scorcher of a take because I don't know if a, a division has ever had that happen, but
0: I'm sure the I, NFC East has right. They've yeah. got great teams. Oh, it's
1: true. Last year, last year I forgot <laughs> the NFC East did that
0: or two years ago when the Cowboys uh, were below 500 and still made it into the playoffs. Yeah. It must've been them,
1: right? Oh my goodness. I'll, I'll look that up, but okay.
0: I like that. Do you, so we went through and we kind of guessed on how many wins and losses each team will have. Do you have any teams below 500 in the AFC West?
1: Only team I have actually is the Raiders. Um, and I think they'll probably still finish eight and nine personally. Um, just because the addition, like, I, I, the the Derek Carr, Devontae Adams thing that feels like we're going to get the whole Cooper Cup, Matt Stafford, just, like, um, round two. Like, it's going to be deja vu with that all this next year. We're going to hear about them at breakfast. We're going to hear about them <laughs> probably at lunch together, too. Uh, because, they, I mean, they're college teammates. They've college roommates. Been, yeah, and roommates. They've clearly been besties for a while. So... I expect big things probably like most people.
0: Okay. I like it. I actually don't have one team below 500. My lowest team in the division, no spoilers here, but are the Broncos. I think Russell Wilson may get a few wins early on in the season, but when it comes to playing against these better teams, these high powered offenses, I think he might struggle and, and could potentially turn the ball over a lot more. I know. In uh, training camp and through this preseason, he has been targeting Cortland Sutton a lot when he's needed a first down or when he's needed a big play. So I don't know if he feels like he can rely on a lot of the younger players from the Broncos. So I'm predicting the Broncos are going to actually be the worst team in this division.
1: All right. Well, whether you're going to hear Let's Ride from me and from everybody else a lot, because (laughs) I I personally – I don't know. I, I don't want to be a believer in Russ, but I uh, he's now my fantasy quarterback, so I think I have to be. I no longer can piss and complain about Kyler Murray anymore.
0: Yeah, you did take him, huh? So you're you're all on the <laughs> Russell Wilson train. I love I'm that. Conv-
1: I'm trying to convince myself. All right, to answer my own question, 2008 was the last time this happened, and there were actually two divisions that did it. it was was the, can I guess? Can I guess? Yeah, yeah, go for it. It
0: was the NFC East, wasn't it? <laughs> it, was.
1: it was. That was one of them. And to be fair, the worst team finished eight and eight, so they're counting like five hundred and above. Okay,
0: which is understandable. Yeah. Oh, you said two thousand eight.
1: Oh man, this is a good trivia question, right? Man, two thousand eight. On the trivia episode.
0: This was a this was a good year. Two thousand eight was a big year. I'm gonna say the NFC. Ooh, I almost said the NFC North, but I don't think the Lions in two thousand eight.
1: Yeah, the um, nfc north the lions
0: were zero and 16 yeah <laughs> how about the afc north afc
1: north afc north the Bengals and browns both finished with four wins oh okay i'm, I'm out then good. uh it was the nfc south the saints it, finished eight and eight as the worst team yeah wow that's incredible bucks, bucks nine and seven panthers 12 and four and falcons 11 and five so
0: wow i don't
1: remember the, the panthers being that good in 2008
0: I I remember them like when they were going to the Super Bowl against the Patriots but
1: that that felt like it was like their quarterback
0: oh okay I was gonna say that felt like Jake DeLome in 2005
1: and that was yeah that that Super Bowl was like four years after interesting I would have
0: never guessed that anyway anyways who are you taking to win the AFC West here Scooter give us give us who you think is going to win this
1: Alright, well, since all of the teams we've talked about how all of the teams are very close together, like I, I feel like the finishes will be um not that different at the end. I'm gonna go with who I think is the best quarterback. The best quarterback is gonna emerge victorious from all this, and I'm gonna take the Chiefs. I just still feel like I trust Patrick Mahomes above everyone else. I know he lost Tyreek Hill, um, but I I feel like the the media um has kind of probably put a chip back on his shoulder with something to prove. So I expect like a armus here from Patrick Mahomes.
0: Yeah, I, I'm in the same boat. I took the Chiefs. The, oh. the Raiders and Broncos are both coming in with new head coaches. Chargers yep. have a second year head coach and a young quarterback. I think Mahomes and Andy Reid get it done. They find out a way to win the most games in this division and really advance into the playoffs. So a guarantee into the playoffs, I guess I should say. There we go. There we go. Let's move on to the NFC West. This is your division. You're our NFC West expert here. This was a tough division. Yeah,
1: yeah. Ironically, this is the division I feel least confident about my uh, decisions <laughs> and my predictions.
0: That's a good feeling. I I feel very confident with one team. Which team? Uh, the Seahawks.
1: <laughs> oh, same, same. Me as well. Me as well. And I couldn't be happier about it.
0: I'm glad you're feeling that way. So. You're the Trey Lance guy. Trey Lance is going to be coming in, leading the 49ers. Obviously, we know about the Kyler Murray stuff that happened in this offseason, and the Rams are the Super Bowl, reigning Super Bowl champions. Matt Stafford coming back, a lot of the team coming back. How do you feel about this? What are some of your insights into this division? You are our expert here. Let's hear what you have to say.
1: You're putting a lot on me still with that expert thing, but I, I just feel like this this division is just like a giant like stew of um, all sorts of random ingredients being thrown into it. You have the Cardinals that are just like low key a soap opera between the relationship with cliff and Kyler. And now they receivers, all the drama that's happening there. I, I feel like they give me a lot of question marks as well. Cause their defense is inconsistent. Um, I, I also Like I expect the Rams to have another solid regular season, but I also feel like they, I don't know if the fire is going to be as strong within them and that they'll be able to kind of reproduce what they did last year, especially cup. I just don't think cup will be nearly as productive as he was last year. Um, So I kind of, I I feel like they'll have a really solid regular season and I, I think they'll win the division but I think they're going to fizzle out early in the playoffs. I think their additions of uh, Bobby Wagner on defense, Allen Robinson on offense, those guys will keep them like motivated through the regular season, but I think they'll lose a, an unexpected one earlier in the playoffs.
0: I like that. I like that. It is kind of interesting thinking that maybe Allen Robinson can replace OBJ OBJ for the last five, six years has kind of been, uh, up in the air guy obviously a oh, ton yeah. of talent but all you also get some off the field stuff with him whereas Alan Robinson we're not 100% sure what he's going to be in this Rams offense right he's not the most spectacular athlete he's a great athlete and he's been very good in the systems he's been in but who knows what's going to happen with him here and Cup's season was unlike any other season we've seen before so we could see a slide off from the Rams I I know you talked about the Cardinals and Cliff Kingsbury and the Kyler Murray drama. I actually like what they're doing. I know they lost Chandler Jones, which is a huge deal for their defense, but I think their offense is going to be a little bit more productive and a little bit better, especially once DeAndre Hopkins comes back from suspension here. So I'm very interested in this. I'm interested to see if the Seahawks tank and try to get the number one pick. I really am because that could be a – how would I say this? A, a franchise-changing thing for the Seahawks to get either Bryce Young or another one of the quarterbacks coming out next year at that number one pick. I I personally see three of these teams getting 10 wins this year, and it is going to be a close, close division.
1: Just a bloodbath. I, I uh, personally would like to put my hat in the ring and and say – Please <laughs> please no Bryce Young to Seattle. I uh I don't think that should be allowed. I think they should be put in jail if they tank the, <laughs> the entire team because they deserve some years of bad quarterback play, in my personal opinion. Um but yeah, I and I also don't know if that's Pete Carroll's persona. He's he's old school. He's gonna be like, we're gonna get as many wins as we possibly can. But um I think like the whole Kyler thing is what really is the wild card for me because I, I think like if Kyler is really good and maybe with DeAndre Hopkins coming back kind of in the second half of the season, maybe it'll eliminate that like catastrophic downfall they always have in the second half of the season. Maybe that'll be like the catalyst they need. So maybe, maybe it was a plot all along for him to take PEDs by cliff. He just knew they needed a, a shot in the arm for lack of a better word.
0: A little steroid boost in yeah, the middle little, of the season.
1: It's true. I think they need a little catalyst, a little little something-something from, from Hopkins. That's Can what I'm have... banking on. Yeah. So maybe maybe who knows. Um, I, I was really high in the Cardinals last year, and they let me down. So I, I, not, I don't want to get burned again. But we haven't even talked about the 49ers. I, while I expect like very great flashes from Trey Lance this year, I know there's going to be games where he's just going to be like downright terrible like where he could just look like he has literally no clue what he's doing and so for that reason I can't really see them getting any more than 10 wins I would say 10 is definitely their ceiling
0: see and you said Kyler Murray's probably the biggest wild card for you Trey Lance is the biggest wild card for me yeah they're going from Jimmy G who's a very don't turn the ball over run the ball play manager type player to Trey Lance, who is very gifted athletically, very gifted throwing arm. And so their offense could potentially be totally different. And who knows what's going to happen with that? There could be huge, huge games, like you mentioned, and very down games. And you know, if things swing right for them, maybe they get 12 wins. But if things swing wrong, maybe they get eight wins. And so Trey Lance for me in this division is the biggest wild card.
1: Yeah, 100%. They, they, also, the division is going to be the, the strength of schedules. They're obviously really tough because they play each other six times each. And so there's it's going to be a bloodbath. And uh, I, I am looking forward to it. I, I can't wait to see what, what actually shakes out with this one. I'm probably above all of the other ones except for the AFC West. So we started off hot, and now everything's down from here. Sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's all downhill from here. But I,
1: I picked the Rams. Who are you going with?
0: Up. Rams we're going back to oh back my word back to Holy. back same teams we picked for the divisions that is very interesting
1: just copying my answers I like it
0: yeah I I definitely want to copy you um I just want to be along on your hype train I want to be there when you're winning only if you're a winner if you start losing I'm hopping off but as long as you're winning I'm winning
1: good call fair I I deserve the fairweather fans are you like confident the Rams have a good chance of winning the Super Bowl again because for some reason this year I just don't feel like that's like a likely possibility, even if they're a good regular season team.
0: I'm I'm in I the same boat as you. I, I feel like maybe they get one win in the playoffs and then they go up against a team that has dealt with them last year or something doesn't go exact because they had things go exactly their way to get yeah. to the Super Bowl. Same yeah. with the Bengals, in which you have <laughs> to happen. You have to have happen, right? So uh I think the Rams aren't Super Bowl winners. I think they're division winners, and they're a great regular season team, but I don't think they're repeat winners here.
1: All right. Definitely in sync. I love it.
0: Okay. Let's go to the AFC South. This We're going to go to the South now. We'll start with the AFC, then we'll move to the NFC. Very
1: <laughs> my favorite division.
0: Really? Okay. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah totally um a lot has happened in this division obviously urban meyer got fired um they brought in a new head coach in jacksonville who won with the eagles a couple of years ago uh the texans brought in lovey smith who i like personally they have they're running with davis mills the titans are returning basically everyone that they had last year and the colts brought in matt ryan to replace Carson Wentz. So maybe that's a key catalyst for them. But tell us kind of some of your insights on this division, what you're kind of thinking about these guys going forward.
1: Well, I just want to start with a question. I'll start with the bottom of the division, in my opinion. Are you, have you filed your official membership for Mills Mafia personally? Personally?
0: No, not on Mills Mafia. (laughs) Okay.
1: Because I was thinking for a second there, I might have been the only part of the NFL media experience, if you will, that hadn't, I hadn't bought my ticket by any means the tickets were way too high or the prices were way too high for him. And I just didn't, I couldn't pull the trigger by any means. So I don't know if that's like, it has nothing to do with how he played last year. It has more just to do with who I think he is before even coming into it in the first place. Like the expectations were so low that because he played all right, Everybody was like, man, this guy's the real deal.
0: Yeah, no, he's not the real deal. I, think the, I, I personally think the Texans are going to rely a lot on the run game this year. Lovey yeah. Smith is a hard-nosed coach. He was the Bears coach back in 2007 when Rex Grossman oh, took yeah. them to the Super Bowl. And they oh, yeah. didn't throw the ball a lot. They relied on a lot of other things. Oh yeah, so,
1: They relied I, on, on Devin Hester to score all their touchdowns for him off kick returns.
0: Yeah, exactly so I personally think the Texans are not going to be a super high powered offense
1: agreed agreed but that's probably all we need to say (laughs) yeah I just wanted to I just wanted to ask um I think you're high on the Colts I am not so I want you to pitch pitch the Colts to me
0: I'm gonna pitch the Colts to you right here right now the Colts (laughs) had Carson Wentz who had been historically bad in Philadelphia. And then when he went to the Colts, he was throwing interceptions on the one yard line, his own one yard line.
1: And on on the opposing one yard line.
0: (laughs) Yes, he was making boneheaded mistakes. I think they get a veteran guy in Matt Ryan around that young offense. And that young offense is more consistent. It maybe doesn't have as many highs as it had last year but they're more consistent, and I think that, for me, is worth the extra two wins. They lost to the Jaguars on the final week of the season last year. That would have put them at 10-7 and seven yep. and would have had them in the um, wow. uh, in the playoffs, and that is a, a big part because of Carson Wentz. I see the play action with Jonathan Taylor still running, and if Jonathan Taylor goes down, Naheem Hines is also very serviceable, so I think I, I personally like this. I think it's a two-game swing just from going from Carson Wentz to Matt Ryan.
1: It's probably a good call. I, and you can convince me they're like a, a wild card contender for sure. I think he did a good job with that. I just personally believe there has to be like some Jonathan Taylor statistical regression. Like he's not going to – He he's just – I mean, those are like Hall of Fame numbers he put up last year. Like as good as you could ever possibly expect from running back in 2021. And i still convinced Matt Ryan doesn't like football and maybe in change of scenery, (laughs) we'll like enlighten him. And he's, he'll be excited about a new place, new opportunity, but I hope their line is good. Or I can just see the the pictures of Matt Ryan, like getting up after a, a sack or getting up after he's hit on a throw and just like looking at the ref and looking at everybody in the stands and like, why am I still here? So.
0: Anyway. I think they do have one of the better lines, definitely one of the better run blocking lines, which yeah. could set up Matt Ryan in, in the past game, right? So
1: totally. Totally.
0: How how do you feel? So how do you feel about the Jaguars and Titans? We haven't talked about those two yet.
1: Don't need to tell you much about the Jaguars. Uh I I like them having Travis Etienne back. I think that'll be good for Trevor Lawrence, but that's about all I have to offer on that. I think Doug Peterson's also. Um, he, they they could have put a, um, little like cardboard cutout of a human being, and that would be a better coach. So that's an upgrade at the Titans. I, I wish I could say I was more optimistic about them because I picked them to win the division, but (laughs) I'm not, I just feel like, like Derek Henry, I think everybody's just like tossed him aside. They think he's done. And I still feel like this year he'll have an, uh, like another at least one year one good year left in him. I also think Tannehill's got kind of a nice spark to provided um, with them drafting Malik Willis, give him another chance to to maybe prove himself again, which is when he usually has been at his best. And I like I think they have two good receiver op- new receiver options. I like Robert Woods coming back and or yeah, coming back from his ACL, and I like their draft pick Traylon Burks. So that's probably why I'm taking them.
0: Okay. I see. And I think I maybe gave him a deduction because I feel like they're going to do something wacky with Malik Willis, where mm. he, he runs like a quarter of the plays and neither quarterback is the set quarterback at all times, just because then teams have to prepare for a dual threat quarterback. They lost AJ Brown. I didn't think they were that great on defense last year. They, they were a bend don't break defense last year, but I, a lot of the points that you said especially the ryan Tannehill performs best when someone's like pushing him yeah and so i think that is a good reason why you should take the titans if you're taking the titans here i personally am taking the colts to win the division uh Mm. for all of the reasons that i said earlier just i i think matt ryan makes all of the difference in place of carson wentz personally
1: that's that's all the analysis you need really i i wouldn't be shocked. like i feel like both these teams are like nine or ten win teams and it's kind of a coin flip
0: yeah that's how i am too this is a and good the, division. Jag-
1: the jaguars and texans are kind of a coin flip between who finishes last with four wins
0: <laughs> yeah that's it really is if one yeah. thing goes one way for one of these teams you know you never know what's going to happen yeah you never know what's going to happen totally All right, let's move on to the NFC South Scooter. This one is a a division for sure. Uh, The Panthers, I don't know what to say about it, really. The Panthers added Baker Mayfield. um, Not really many other upgrades. The Saints, they have Jameis Winston coming back. They lost Sean Payton, maybe Michael Thomas coming back. The Falcons, they are going without Matt Ryan. They were one of the worst teams last year to watch. Cordero Patterson had a great year. And then the Bucks brought back Tom Brady after he retired. And then he's taking some time away. So it's a very interesting division. I am not sure what's going to happen in this.
1: Mm. I'm just going to read my notes to uh, save us time here on what I think about each of these teams. Starting with the Saints, I think the Saints have way too much turnover for me to even consider them as a playoff team. I think the Falcons will be the second worst team in the league, a little teaser for later. And I think the Panthers will compete with the Falcons for the crown of second worst team in the league. And then at the, set, the, like, the main end of that, like Tom Brady, he's not going to come back just to not win his division. And it's potentially last year. So there's really like there, I think there's a lot of news and like kind of hype surrounding this division, just because of all the different transactions that have happened. Um, the football the on-field play will not uh, warrant that hype in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. I
0: I I I have the Bucks winning this division. I'm going to blow this right here and say that I have the Bucks. But yep. I think the Panthers have potential to make the playoffs and that is all based on one player and it's not Baker Mayfield or Sam Darnold, that is Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. Last oh. year when we saw the Panthers play with McCaffrey, their offense was great. When McCaffrey wasn't playing, their offense was horrible. So it all comes down to one player here, and that's Christian
1: McCaffrey. Yeah, safe to say Chubba Hubbard, not as good as Christian McCaffrey. I think we learned that after one year. We can safely say that. Safe to say <laughs>
0: the offense, it, the, the receivers are better, and everybody's better when Christian McCaffrey's in they also did get a new offensive tackle in the draft this year um, which they like I had said in previous podcasts they have had how many was it 14 left tackles in the last 16 years or something like that 11 less oh, uh, 11 left tackles in the last 14 years I think is what it is wow that so is, they're...
1: that is a rough statistic
0: yes so hopefully that change and getting I- Ike Mekwanu uh, was it Ekpekwano? I'm trying to remember now. That feels yeah, wrong uh, now. That I'm saying. No, no, no. The
1: Seahawks got Cross. Okay. No, did they, they get Evan Neal? No, the Giants got Evan Neal.
0: Giants got Evan Neal. That's why it was. It just felt wrong saying Big Icky <laughs> went to the Panthers. So um, I hope
1: it's wrong for our sakes. <laughs> <later. laughs>
0: no, I I don't think it's wrong. I think it's right. So Big Icky's going to be playing left tackle for the Panthers, yep. and I think that helps them out. I think that gives them a cornerstone left tackle and whoever's playing quarterback will have a half second more of time because of him. So, Bucks are going to win the division, but the Panthers could potentially slide into the playoffs depending on Christian McCaffrey's health status.
1: Let's do let's play a quick game real quick. All right, over under Christian McCaffrey 7 games played
0: you're talking to the guy who who has him in fantasy uh so i'm taking over on christian mccaffrey okay. he's coming back strong he's looking good he's put on a lot of muscle
1: yeah, he looks real good muscle 15 15 20 maybe all right over under eight games marcus Mariota starts
0: wow that is a lot harder <laughs> <laughs> uh that is a great question i would say under just because you know once once you start losing games maybe they start oh and six oh and seven it's like why not give Desmond Ritter the shot and see if you need to take a quarterback next year and what could potentially be a five six quarterback first round draft so yeah I would I would say less than eight if I had to guess
1: okay last one over under 30 interceptions Jameis Winston. (laughs)
0: um oh
1: man you're gonna go 30 30 again
0: (laughs) if sean payton was there i would say under but right now i'm gonna go over i'm gonna bank the over
1: this is a this is also a good trivia question right now who is the saints head coach (laughs) Um, it is i know i know like that they promoted their defensive coordinator but i can't tell you his name (laughs) i think it's
0: dennis allen is his name i'm trying to remember
1: you're right that that does sound right
0: I think it's Dennis Allen was what his name was. So it not, may not be Dennis Allen, but I think it's something Allen. Dennis Allen is what I'm going with.
1: This, this division probably has the worst coaches in it, in my opinion. I mean, I don't think Arthur Smith is like going to be bad for the Texans. I feel like he seems like a pretty sharp guy. I couldn't be lower on Matt Rule as a <laughs> person, um, his life choices. Um, I have no idea what to make of Dennis Allen and the Bucks coach is now escaping me right now. I can think of Todd Bowles, Todd Bowles. Yeah. So I, like, I think this personally, if we're, if we're betting on a coach to be fired from a division, I would give the NFC South probably the best shot.
0: Yeah, that's a good shot. I, I agree. It is probably, I looked at the divisions and I was like, no, AFC South's gotta be worse. Right. But then I was like, eh, I actually like the AFC South coaches more than the NFC yeah. South.
1: Well, yeah. And I just think overall, like the NFC, NFC South that I, I'm personally lower on like the records of those teams. I think like the bucks are going to get 13 wins just because they get to play the NFC South 16 or six times. <laughs> like, I think that'll, I think they'll go six and zero, and they can find seven wins somewhere else.
0: Yeah, that's that's a pretty good guess. Well, we've, we've talked about the AFC and NFC South enough. Let's go to the North. Let's go to the AFC North. Reigning Super Bowl contenders. The Bengals are coming in here. Joe Burrow obviously had an uh, appendix surgery this year. The Browns have had a lot of stuff going on around them with Deshaun Watson. What's going to happen with that quarterback play? The Ravens getting Lamar Jackson back. And the Steelers, who knows what they're going to do at quarterback? I'm interested to hear what you have to say about this division, Scooter.
1: The the first thing that I feel like I need to talk about is is the reigning AFC champs. It still escapes me how that even happened in the first I feel like it was kind of a weird dream that we watched the Bengals play in the Super Bowl this past year. Well it was like a pleasant dream. It wasn't like I was mad about it, but I just feel like their defense just completely caught lightning in a bottle last year's playoffs. And obviously, I think Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow will have a, a similar report this year. I think they'll be still really good on offense again, but I don't think they have like the star power on defense to do what they did last year. Over the course during the playoffs, over the course of a full season, um, I think the improved line offensive line though is going to help them a ton. I think they'll still be a, a playoff team because of that. But the Browns as well, I like. I just. They, I feel like they're returning to the seller personally. I just, the, the Deshaun Watson decision was just, it leaves me with so many questions and the Steelers, I know like what I'm, I know they're going to get like five or six wins just thanks to Mike Tomlin. But at the same time with either Trubisky, Mason Rudolph, or uh, Kenny Pickett, like what can you even say about what their offense is going to do?
0: I Here's the thing. Do you want to hear something crazy? The Bengals are my third best team in this division. Oh, I behind behind the Browns behind the Steelers behind the Steelers. Yep. Leaving
1: in the, the MVP, Mitch Trubisky.
0: Well, I don't even think Mitch (laughs) Trubisky is going to start. I think the Pittsburgh Steelers are actually going to ride with Kenny Pickett Uh, Okay, and and figure out, I I think he's kind of in that same situation as dead Desmond Ritter. We need to figure out now if this is the guy that's going to lead our franchise, because next yeah. year's draft is a heavy quarterback draft, right? Yeah. I, like you said, the the Bengals caught lightning in a bottle on defense, and I feel like on offense, they had many things that should not have happened that happened. I The first thing that pops back into my head is playing against the Raiders when the whistle was blown, but mm. somehow Joe Burrow still got the touchdown that gave them the win to the game, right? Yeah. So I I think they had a lot of things go their way. I think they're still above 500. I think they're sitting at 9 and 8, but I think the Steelers sit at 10 and 7 and are a better team this year just because they have wow. a great defense uh which I think in the end will get them wins during the regular season.
1: Yeah. The Bengals as well, it's kind of to to go with your point, the third toughest strength of schedule in the in the league this year, mm-hmm. which is crazy because it just like the rest of the division is nowhere near that high. Like I think the Ravens have like uh, the 17th or 18th best or or hardest schedule, which normally like divisions, divisional teams, they're very clumped together, but the Bengals just because of how top heavy the AFC is, they're playing much more difficult teams there at the top. And I think it's going to be tough for them. I think they'll still be good. I, I'm I, the Steelers. So you're taking the over on wins. I'm shocked.
0: What's their over under? What's their line at right now? Uh, let me
1: check. I, I would assume it's I would assume it's probably like, yeah, seven and a half or something like that.
0: I think personally, the offense will be more dynamic this year than it was the last two years with Ben Roethlisberger's arm. So <laughs> I don't it think is. it will be great, but it will be a more dynamic.
1: Yeah. Call me Bill Simmons. It is seven and a half. So okay. I got the line right, but. I, I, yeah, I still think they will be a competitive team just cause that's just how Mike Tomlin is. He just, he knows how to, you know, how to get guys riled up. I, I, should we give our winners?
0: Well, we know our winners in this one. It's the Ravens. Oh, <laughs> come on. We were just bagging on all the other it's teams, true. right? It's
1: true. it's true. The Ravens, like historically the most injured team, uh, in football last year. I I was also like technically Lamar contract year right
0: technically and I don't know I love Lamar I'm I'm probably higher on Lamar than everybody else he's probably my number one quarterback I'd take in the world right now
1: oh my gosh yeah, you are you totally are but I love Lamar too but I I can't match on that yeah on that opinion but I uh how are you feeling about the 20 pounds of of muscle he's supposedly added as well he actually looks like he's put on weight for those reports are always like total bs but he legitimately looks like it
0: i'm glad i'm glad better better for his injury record so i'm all i'm all for it
1: all he really needed was like a better i I just needed him to work on a digestive system for me (laughs) or like just get that under control and he was going to be a lot better but that's what
0: makes him good actually that digestive system is what really (laughs) makes him good
1: it's what makes him have to score so fast so he can get off the field. to go Exactly. To the exactly. Right, there we go.
0: Well, that wraps up the AFC North. Let's head into our final stretch here. The NFC North. We have three more divisions, two more after the NFC North. I don't know what to make of the NFC North this year. Has yeah. the worst team in football in the Bears. Oh. And, and in my wow. personal opinion.
1: Wow. I didn't, I didn't see that Come on. He, yeah
0: yep i i am very low <laughs> even though they have justin fields a guy i'm very high on there i am very low on the rest of this team
1: so you're not a believer in eberflus or whatever his name is no
0: nope, i'm not a believer in matt eberflus
1: what two wins i'm looking at your spreadsheet here two wins
0: them and the seahawks both have two wins yeah Sheesh. pretty Sheesh. low yeah Pretty dang low. So that's uh, talking about what's went on in this division a little bit. So the Vikings got a new head coach, which is a more offensive minded head coach, which is great going forward. The Packers lost Devontae Adams. Uh, Could be very interesting to see what Aaron Rodgers can do with younger wide receivers. Historically, he's always had a veteran wide receiver, even when these young wide receivers were coming in. And the Lions upgraded on both sides of the ball, in my opinion, they're their young players on offense are getting a little bit older and more experienced and their defense got better through the draft and through free agency, um, Aiden, Hutchinson being, Aiden Hutchinson being the biggest thing there. So what are some of your insights on this division scooter?
1: Well, you have to start in my opinion with the Packers, just because I feel like they, it, I have a hard time seeing them not getting at least 10 wins again, even without Devontae Adams, just simply because of the combo of Rogers in the floor I feel like that combo is just good enough on its own. Um, I I I worry about them though because I feel like the strengths outside of those two points of emphasis, whether it's like their secondary or their offensive line, they've had so many injuries that I don't feel like I can trust like those things to be strengths for them this year necessarily. They the Packers are like historically always have it a, have had a good line. They've always had like playmakers in the secondary as well but i just don't know if i can depend on that and i am because of that making a pick that i don't trust myself with at all and i don't like it at all because there's truly no logic behind it but i have the vikings winning this division
0: you're kidding me right (laughs) (laughs) whoa yeah I think that's just as big as the Steelers beating the Bengals. It is.
1: It is I think it totally is. Wow. So yeah. you
0: think Kevin O'Connell, he's the new head coach of the Vikings. Yep. His offense will be more pass oriented than run oriented. You think Kirk Cousins in a pass oriented offense will be a better team. will make him a better team.
1: I, I don't know why. I don't, I really don't know why they don't have an easy schedule. Yeah, uh, they didn't make any free agent splashes. No, <laughs> they still have Kirk Cousins as their quarterback. Um, I, I strict this is strictly just like gut feeling for some reason. Wow, right? I think like the, the Vikings. I, I'm I'm maybe I'm just like seeing Dalvin Cook. He has an Adrian Peterson year, and Justin Jefferson has a Randy Moss year, and they put those two things together, and they just catch lightning in a bottle, and and they win the division. Somehow. I also feel like Kevin O'Connell gives them while I know nothing really about him, um, him coming from the Rams. I feel like it's a it's a breath of fresh air for the franchise where they've had like this very like traditional football guy, Mike Zimmer, be their coach for so long that just is like super old school. I think uh, maybe the players will be a little more inspired, not burnt out. That's that's really my only feel of why I think the Vikings will win.
0: I, I know Kevin O'Connell, and that's because he used to play for an AFC East team, mm. the New York Football Jets.
1: Oh, at man.
0: quarterback.
1: Oh, see, I would have never known that. Yep, in
0: 2011, I think was had to be around 2010, 2011 when he played oh, there.
1: I just real that's why that name sounds familiar.
0: Yeah, so I know I know oh. who Kevin O'Connell is. Okay. I, I just don't know. I I know last year they had a lot of games where they lost in the last two minutes, right? Like, what would they have been if they would have won the games that didn't have the last two minutes, like 15 and two, 14 and three or something like that?
1: The Vikings, maybe I'm picking them because they're by far my favorite team to watch that like wasn't my own last year. They just were just absolute. Their games were on drugs every single time they played.
0: Yeah, it was pretty interesting. It was crazy. I I actually have both the Packers and the Vikings at the same record. Okay. I'm going to have the Packers win just based off head-to-head matchups, matchups yeah. within the division. And I, I, I think it's going to be a really close, like you mentioned, the Packers are going David Bakhtiari. He's going to be potentially injured or coming back from this injury. Who knows what's going to happen on offense. But the Packers defense last year really showed a lot to me in the regular season. So I think I'm going to keep with them winning this division.
1: Fair enough. Fair enough. I don't blame you for that at all.
0: Yeah. Well, let's let's move on to my division, the AFC oh. East. Oh, yeah. Uh, big, big moves happened in the AFC East a little bit this year. Uh, Josh Allen is still the quarterback at the Buffalo Bills, but Brian Dable, their former offensive coordinator, has left to be the Giants head coach. The Dolphins picked up. Tyree kill and Mike McDaniel, one of your boys and the jets. Zach Wilson did get hurt this year, which rest up to our boy, Zach Wilson. We're still cheering for you. Other than that, the Patriots, I mean, they haven't assigned an offensive coordinator or defensive coordinator yet this year. So who knows what's going to happen with those guys? I don't know. What are, what are some of your insights on this group here?
1: Oh, well, personally, I feel like I just have a hard time believing the team, I don't think you mentioned the Bills doing any worse than they did last year. Like, I feel like they were they were eleven and six last year, correct?
0: Yes. They were let eleven me, and six.
1: Let me double check that. Yeah, they were eleven and six, which somehow made no sense to me when I went back and looked at that. Um I, I feel like they are just like bona fide. Like they're they're my clear cut AFC pick. I know what I'm getting with them. I know that I I Feel the most confident in them winning division of any team besides the Buccaneers. Um, while I also think the Dolphins and Patriots both have playoff aspirations, I don't see of those teams getting to 12 wins in the first place. So, I don't know. I want to hear you make the case. This is your division. You're, you're the pronounced AFC East expert. So, I want to hear the case of how the Bills don't win the division besides Josh Allen getting tragically injured in a car crash or something like that.
0: That's the only way they don't win the division. (laughs)
1: Okay. okay. (laughs) No drama there then.
0: No drama here. The Bills win the division. I think the Patriots make the playoffs just because of Bill Belichick and Mm. the second year progression of Mac Jones in the offense. In in a offense, I guess I should say, who knows what the offense is going to be, but I, I don't think they're in that spot to win the division. I think the Bills, they... They know what they are. They know they're in a passing league. They're going to pass the ball. Josh Allen has enough uh, athleticism to become a, a running threat when they need him to, but well, I have them at 12 wins and the Patriots at 10, the Dolphins at nine, and the Jets at five. So I, okay. I, I think the v- Bills are very top-heavy on this in this division for sure. Yeah.
1: All right, Rank before we move on, rank the, the quarterbacks in the division for me
0: um zach wilson number one because he's got that dog in him (laughs) uh you have
1: to include backups so joe flacco has got to be in there too
0: okay so zach wilson one (laughs) joe flacco two
1: (laughs) mike White three then you might as well just rank all three jets quarterbacks no
0: josh allen gets the third spot
1: okay he gets a podium spot at least
0: yep he gets a podium spot teddy bridgewater at four Oh. And then Mac Jones at five, Tua drops down all the way to seven. I bet Mike White gets in at six before oh. Tua gets in at six. So Tua crazy. at seven.
1: Well, where is Bridgewater this year? Is he on the Bills? Is he the Bills backup? He is the Dolphins backup. Oh, I had little... Well, that's actually a good, good fit for him. I feel like I
0: feel like I, for some reason, I, I have this feeling they're going to go off to uh, and just say. Here you go, Teddy Bridgewater. Take the, take the keys in the fourth quarter whenever we
1: need you. I think I'm your, I your. think Tua is my own personal Sam Darnold. I think so. I, I believe in Tua a lot more than the average um, NFL viewer, I feel like. I, I feel like he's going to have a big year just throwing it between zero to ten yards all year long to Tyreek <laughs> Hill and Jalen Waddle. I, I mean, I've watched guys do that um, on the 49ers for – the past 15, 20 years essentially. And they have a guy from the 49ers, Mike McDaniel, who will be able to scheme up just easy wins for them. So I think I'm I think I'm pretty high on the Dolphins. It's not enough for them to make the playoffs, but I think they'll be right around nine wins or so.
0: Okay. That's where I have them. Nine wins. So interesting. Okay. Uh, interesting. Well, that's the AFC East. No parody there in the Bills winning. Let's move on to our last division before we go on to a break. How about the NFC East scooter? Mm. The NFC East, we have Mike McCarthy still coaching the Cowboys. Who knows if that will happen throughout the whole year? Maybe Jerry Jones will be making a call to Sean Payton. I'm not sure. Mm. Uh,
1: I bet he will, even regardless of how things are going.
0: Yeah, I'm sure he will. I'm sure he will. The Eagles added A.J. Brown, so they get an offensive weapon. They get another great wide receiver on that team opposite of Devonta Smith. Hopefully that helps out. The Giants, they added uh, Kayvon Thibodeau and Evan Neal on mm-hmm. both sides of the ball. But I, I, Daniel Jones in the preseason game definitely looked a lot worse than Tyrod Taylor. And I watched that game because they played the Patriots. Yep. And then the Washington Commanders they're getting chase young back. Does this, is this maybe the year that they creep up? I know Carson Wentz is their quarterback as of right now, but what are, what are some of your insights into this division, man?
1: I just personally want to point out that the entire NFC East all collectively have the worst, the easiest strength of schedule in the league. Um, That's they literally are ranked like 29 through 32 in terms of schedule. And that's just because they all play each other and they all suck. Um, but they also play the NFC North this year and the AFC South. So two kind of low divisions. So
0: I thought for some reason, the giants had like number 28. I thought it, but they are, they're all
1: bottom. Yeah, I was, they were, I think there were two tied. the two that were tied for 30 and the other was 31st and 32nd.
0: Oh, okay. That makes sense.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Unreal. Just absolutely unreal. Um, so if you've made it this far in the podcast, I tease that the Falcons would be the second worst team. The Giants are unequivocally, unequivocally going to be the worst team in the NFL to me by far. I, 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 you, you might need to pay me money to tune in to a New York Giants game this year. Like I know they have Brian Dable now. I know like, he like, had a lot of like, good media coverage, good sentiment around him in, in Buffalo. They, ha- they still have Daniel Jones as their quarterback, and I don't need to waste my breath on more Daniel Jones slander, I don't think, do I?
0: No, you're good. You're good with that. Okay. <laughs> okay.
1: so, And then, like, we know what we already know about the, the commanders, the commies. Like, they should make the playoffs if, if it wasn't for the stubbornness of just choosing Carson Wentz as their starter. Like, that's just, it's just, like, the law of the land these days, I feel like. So, I, I also, I like the Eagles a lot. But I, I know you're a huge Jalen Hurts guy. I'm just not as big of a Jalen Hurts guy as you are. And I, I think that for that reason, I'm, I'm sticking with the Cowboys, unfortunately, to win it.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah. Very interesting. I might be down on the Cowboys this year because they had a hot year last year. It seems like yeah. every other year they're hot and then they're really cold.
1: Yeah, I'd say I am down. I don't think they get 12 wins again this year. Um, but I just think like Michael Parsons, He's going to be enough to keep them at the top of the trash heap. Like their defense is still going to be great. I think C.D. Lamb has a huge year um, with Dak Prescott, but like I like a lot of the pieces the Eagles added. I just also don't know if I see Jalen Hurts as like the the NFL quarterback they need him to be.
0: Yeah, I I think this is the make it as most people probably think this is the make it or break it year for Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I think back a couple of years ago about a guy who was in a similar situation, ran a similar type offense where they don't run the ball a lot, mm-hmm. and that is Josh Allen. Jalen Hurts, oh. when it comes down to the goal line, they can run four wide receivers and a tight end and still have a running threat because of his legs. I think, the like you said, their strength of schedule, I think the Eagles get to play the Giants twice, and yeah. then the Cowboys who I don't think are going to be as good this year defensively since they lost a lot of defensive players, especially sure. since their linebackers may not be as good. So I, I am personally going with the Eagles. I, I, I don't see the Cowboys even making the playoffs personally. Oh. I, I, I just don't Shoot. like what they're doing. I think yeah. they had some things last year. They found Micah Parsons who really got them a lot going on defense and yeah von Diggs was able to go off because of that but i don't see that happening this year i think the eagles are a much more well-rounded team much better defensively much better how would i put this uh in my opinion i would take jalen hurts over dak prescott because of what dak prescott has shown me in the past of what his potential can be so i'm, yeah. I'm going with the eagles the eagles are my nfc east pick this year
1: Fly, Eagles, fly, baby. I I have a hard time feeling good about the Cowboys pick simply because the last time I watched them play, I saw them commit about 45 penalties, practically commit like a few felonies on the field (laughs) as well. Um, So, yeah, I just, (laughs) they they definitely, uh, there's a lot of cause for concern about that pick in the first place. So I just simply star power is I think what will keep them at the top of the division for me.
0: Okay. I love it. I love it. Well, that rounds it out. I Let's go through and just go through real quick and recap what we have. The AFC All right. West. I'll, I'll start. I'll go. I have the Chiefs from the AFC West, the Rams, NFC West, Colts, AFC South, Bucks, NFC South, Ravens, AFC North, Packers, NFC North, Bills, AFC East, and Eagles, NFC East.
1: Okay. I've got the Chiefs. I've got the Titans. I've got the Ravens. I've got the Bills. The AFC, and then I've got the Rams, the Bucks, the Vikings. Oh boy, saying that again, like sent a shiver down my spine. And I've got the Cowboys. So, and then you want to hear my wild card teams? Yeah, sure. Okay, I'm taking Bengals, Chargers, and Broncos in the wow in the AFC wild card. I'm getting three AFC West teams in.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: yep I I had a hard. I almost put the Raiders in there too, but I feel like the Bengals will be probably like the the first team out and then i'm taking packers 49ers and eagles packers
0: 49ers and eagles okay
1: i think the the 49ers eagles and cardinals all tie uh to make it in but the cardinals are the Dodd team out
0: okay i like that my my afc teams are the patriots okay chargers and the raiders as the wild card teams okay and then in the nfc it's the vikings the 49ers and Cardinals. I think the Cardinals actually do get in.
1: There we go. No Cowboys.
0: No Cowboys. Out on the Cowboys.
1: That's the only team we're, we're different on, right? Oh, and I don't have Patriots. I, I have who in over the Patriots?
0: Uh, the Broncos. The Broncos. Okay. Yeah. So good picks. Good picks all around. Let's go to a quick break. When we come back from the break, we're actually going to do a preseason award show. I'm very excited for this. There's some comedy. There's some statistics. There's some real <laughs> stuff going into here. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. All right. Welcome back from that quick break. Scooter, let's hop into our preseason award show. This first award is one that I'm I'm pretty excited about. It is definitely a homage to one of our guys last year, a fantasy guy. I had a guy from your team. This is the Debo Samuel most improved player of the year award. Shout out to Debo obviously had a huge year last year. But who do you think is going to be the most improved player for you this year?
1: I've gotta go with none other than Debo Samuel again. <laughs> <laughs> back to back. He's going back to back. Huh? Why why not just double his production even from last year? No, I'm gonna go with his his running mate. I'm gonna go with Brandon Ayuk. That's not a shock to you. You you predicted that it was actually who I was gonna pick before we even jumped on the podcast. So I think you know why I would, would pick him personally. Um for the listeners, I think he's been sleeping in the same bunk bed as Trey Lance all off season. So I feel like the the chemistry there is going to be on point. The The clips I've seen from training camp have looked outrageous of their chemistry together. It'll be nice for Ayuk for to finally have a guy that can throw the ball downfield to him too. And I think Debo Samuel will command so much attention defensively that Ayuk will kind of get to run wild a little bit.
0: I like it. That is... I like that you're going with another 49er guy. Obviously, the oh. offense is going to be clicking again this year, right? Oh, hey, we got a Scott Gills uh, computer is plugged in.
1: Oh, yeah. We let's are let's, good. Let's charge it up. Oh,
0: charge it up. I love it. I This was a, a pretty tough award for me to go with because there are multiple wide receivers I could see having good years. And I actually think a lot of people that I went with this were from the NFC West Mm. and I narrowed it down to one guy and that is Kyler Murray. Oh, I think we saw a huge drop off at the end of the year for Kyler Murray. I think he is going to win this year's Debo Samuel most improved player of the year award. And I think he wins that because he keeps it consistent through a whole season. He has a great year all around, not just a great first eight weeks or six weeks or whatever that was last year. So, Kyler Murray wins this award for me this year.
1: So, I apparently i i bought way too much Kyler Murray stock one year too early, is what you're telling me.
0: Yeah, you were one year too early. Hopefully, you held on to it though, because I I think it's really going to pay out for you here soon.
1: I I sold all of that stock so quickly, got the worst return of any any stock I ever will probably. <laughs> I I mean. You got to think the the four extra hours of film study, that's what like three hundred hours for the season. That'll be good. That'll that'll help him out big time.
0: It'll help him out. I actually almost went Rondell Moore with this. Oh, because he's going to work strictly out of the slot. But I wanted to go someone not a wide receiver to win the Debo Samuel Most Improved Player of the Year award.
1: I like it. I like. I actually don't really like it, but
0: (laughs) yeah, it's not a good thing for you. But we're (laughs) on to the next one. How about the best new coach this year? We don't have a guy to give this to. We can't give. We can't give like a.
1: Herb, uh, no, it's not the. Urban. No, we no, a, no. An Urban Meyer already. You're teasing. You're teasing.
0: <laughs> We're just going the best new coach of the year award. Who wins this one for you?
1: But that we could call it Brandon Staley. I think Brandon Staley was a good coach last year. Uh, I'm gonna give it. I I think I have to. I'm obligated to give it to Kevin O'Connell now. Oh wow. I think I have to give it to him. If I if I'm I'm gonna stand my ground, say the Vikings win the NFC North. I'm just putting my foot in the sand, I'm gonna say Ken O'Connell, best new coach. Why not? Okay. You there's have... a lot of new coaches, is the problem. There's a ton to pick from.
0: There's like eleven or ten yeah. or something. Yeah. It's crazy. So I I personally went off of this for what coach is going to be in probably the best situation. Um, especially on their side of the ball, whether they're a defensive or offensive coordinator. And I went Josh McDaniels. I think Devontae Adams is going to put a a lot of numbers with Derek Carr. I also think Hunter Renfro is going to get quite a few catches as well and could maybe have a, a sleeper season here. So I went with the Brandon Staley newly, this is newly announced, the Brandon Staley Best New Coach of the Year Award, Josh McDaniels for me.
1: There we go. Love it. How about, about Joshua uh, Daniels? He was Broncos head coach, right?
0: That yeah. Him? That was the Tebow years. And then once they got oh, Manning, right. they got rid of him.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So fact check. Yep.
0: Yeah, so that was the Tebow years. Not really a great QB where I think Derek Carr's much, much improved from Tim Tebow. Fair so, to say. Fair to say. Okay. I'm glad you agree with that. How about our next coach of the year award? This is the Urban Meyer of the Year Award. this is this award goes out to the coach that will be on the hottest seat this year
1: (laughs) all year long all year year
0: year. long basically who do you think wins this one
1: i i am going with none other than than the carolina panthers head coach matt rule he he's he's the matt ryan of coaches to me where he just every time i see a picture of him or i see like a clip of him the guy just couldn't look like he wants to be in a place less like he, he truly just like exemplifies, like I, I he's like shirts are always like just the wrinkly wrinkly as crap. <laughs> his pants are too. He just looks bedraggled. Like, I don't know. I, I just, and, and then he always like his quote. he just has like boneheaded quotes to go along with the fact that he'll be working with Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold, two quarterbacks from the same top five class or whatever which is wild I just think he'll just be weighing over his head again if Christian McCaffrey's hurt by like week four or two he'll just be like I'm done with this I'm I'm resigning he might not even be on the hot seat
0: I I I figured that's who you were going to take you've had a lot of bad about Matt (laughs) Rule he he was on my top list here I I love that you gave him the Urban Meyer the year award that is perfect I'm going with a different guy
1: Oh, go I, ahead. I just, want, I just want to make it clear. He will not commit as many felonies as Irvin Meyer did That's past sure. He'll be felony free, just, uh, just fun free.
0: Okay, I like that. I like that. I went with a different guy because I knew you were going to take Matt Rule. <laughs> I went with a guy who I think is going to be on a hot seat if they don't make the playoffs, and that's Frank Reich. I oh. think the Colts are looking at Frank Reich and saying, look, you brought in Carson Wentz. Now you brought in Matt Ryan. Yeah. You have Jonathan Taylor who had – literally hall of fame numbers last year and you still didn't get to the playoffs you need to get to the playoffs this year i think he's going to be sitting on the hot seat this year i think he's he's really going to be loving it
1: they are (laughs) the are the colts in hard knocks this year during the season or is it the cardinals
0: i i've never watched hard
1: knocks the colts were last year so i was thinking if the Colts were it this year, maybe that would save his job or it could be terrible for his job because Hard Knocks would love it. They'd get to, to watch a coach be fired or be on the hot seat during the year. But I was I was trying to find some uh, some evidence for you of, of why that's such a great pick. But I think that is a good pick.
0: Ravens. No, it's just they need to make the playoffs. I think the Colts last year had an amazing year and they yeah. need to have the same thing. If If not, they're moving on.
1: Fair enough. Fair enough
0: how about our next we're we're newly naming some of these awards as we're going yep. this is the offensive rookie of the year we're going to give this the jamar chase wide receiver hands offensive rookie of the year award how how do you feel about this one who's going to win your offensive rookie of the year is this a year for an offensive lineman maybe maybe it happens
1: this has to be it right because they're they i if you lined up like a just group of the, the offensive players from this draft I really might not be able to pick them out any of them out honestly you can put <laughs> their jerseys on them too and I still might not be able to tell so I, I just I, like I also like do you think any other year if any of these guys were like in any other year any of them would finish like in top three the rookie of the year voting is there anyone sticking out to you
0: um, it, it all depends on situation. And I just don't like the situation of any of these guys right now. Oh gosh,
1: Just give it, just give it to all of the, the offensive tackles I got drafted, but for, for, um, the sake of the game, I'm going to go with just a guy. I think stats alone will win it. And that's Kenneth Walker, uh, the Seahawks running back. And you're, you're looking at me like, I've told you. Um, oh, he likes it. He likes the thing. <laughs> I took him in the in our fantasy draft this last week. It's true. And so the reason I think that is because I think Rashad Penny, he's gonna be hurt by week three, something like that. He pretty much always is. And I think Pete Carroll is gonna see Kenneth Walker, what he did at Michigan State last year. He's gonna feel like he's gonna turn the clock back to 1960. Think he can turn him into John. Jim Brown again, and give him like 400 carries this year. So I'm taking Kenneth Walker.
0: Okay, I love that. I love that a lot. I went with a different guy also just based on stats because, um, you know, I looked at some players like Jamison Williams who I think could have that potential. Yeah, but just he won't play as much as many games, yeah. right? So yeah. he won't be able to play as many games, which means he won't have as big of an, a year. I went with Drake London. I think he is the only offensive weapon on the Atlanta Falcons. He may not get a lot of receptions because he's not playing with a great team. But just because of what's going to go on, he's going to get the lion's share of the receptions and the yards. So I'm going Drake London, the Atlanta Falcons wide receiver.
1: Kyle Pitts, no longer an offensive weapon. You hear me first. Well, yeah, but they're going to
0: double-team Kyle Pitts. There's no other offensive weapon for them, Tyler
1: right? Tyler Algier also no longer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you heard it here first. You heard it here first.
1: Oh, man. Okay, I like it. I, I think I was pretty high on Drake Limb too. After I saw him dunk, I um, like the Drew League or something like that. I, he rose up my big board big time. So I like, I
0: like that. I like that. He was a basketball player, so. helpful helpful how about the next award this is the team we most likely will fall in love with similar to um i'm trying to think of who we fell in love with last year
1: i feel like the 49ers were kind of a darling team last year just because of debo but that's probably personal bias yeah but who did we fall in love with like i feel like I, i fell in love with the vikings last year i had an affinity for them just because of the the wonkiness of their games let's see who else was there last year that we were falling in love with
0: Uh, there had to be someone but you you like
1: the raiders a lot
0: i did well so we'll give this award the the vikings and raiders (laughs) 49ers (laughs) the vikings and raiders not the 49ers award for team most likely we will root
1: for Oh, it was the Bengals. It was unequivocally the Bengals. I think and it, they became like the media darling.
0: Well, right? we joked about it for the first half of the year, and then it actually happened. So <laughs> I don't know if it's the Bengals. <laughs> it's
1: true. It's true. And the Bengals were actually good. I think the team I, I'm going to fall in love with aren't actually going to make the playoffs.
0: Okay. I like that. Yeah. So who who wins your, your Vikings Raiders award for team most likely to fall in love with?
1: Okay, I'll have an obvious answer and an outside answer. Let's hear them both. Okay, okay. I'll go with the obvious answer first. It's, it's going to be the Lions. I think everybody's going to fall in love with the Lions already, um, mostly because of hard Docs in the first place. I, I've watched the first two episodes, and it gets me fired up watching the Lions. I'm rooting for them. As always, they're just the, the darling of the NFL. Um, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to also pick the Saints, because I think we're going to be reminded of the experience that Jameis Winston is (laughs) is the, he is absolutely the anti big Ben because unlike him, you actually never know what's going to happen. Like you, you knew with big Ben, like nothing ever was good was going to go on when he's on the field. Jameis, it is, it is truly, we're going to have to come. Like we came up with nicknames for a couple quarterbacks last year, like Taylor Heineke, the cocaine express or whatever james winston's the ultimate in that there's there's no drug you could compare to to watching james winston play football
0: oh yeah it'll be awesome those are two great picks and i've liked the lions for a long time but this year it feels like this is the year everyone's gonna be all about them
1: so yeah totally
0: okay i i have two teams that i want to say i i think the arizona arizona cardinals are my number one team i'm gonna back them like so many weeks and then i i'm falling into this trap right now of yeah. kyler murray and it's not yep. good
1: yep i i uh godspeed brother because i've I, been there
0: i'll need it i'll need the <laughs> help um i might need some rest uh, resuscitation after a couple of weeks but I gotcha. the other team i'm gonna go with the washington commanders i think they Ooh. will be interesting football i think a lot like the vikings last year where they have a decent defense and they have a quarterback that could just throw the game for them at the end of the game. It could be very interesting to tune into some commanders games. So totally I'm, I'm dialed in on the commanders.
1: How do we feel about the Chargers winning this award? Could be fun.
0: We, liked the, <laughs> we both liked the chargers a lot last year.
1: Yeah. I think, I think we, if it's a team. Yeah. I already really liked watching the chargers in the first place. Just yeah.
0: Anyway. Oh, fun offense already so yeah. i i couldn't give them the most likely i would fall in love with this year right
1: yeah uh, you yeah. already love them
0: and, and that's the vikings and raiders award there there we go let's move on to the next one this is the team with the most drama this is the circus circus uh of the year award i'm trying to think of that circus that goes around the barnes and noble oh, it's not barnes and P. Noble.
1: pt barnum
0: pt barnum circus of raiders the year show. award there we go there we go so the pt barnum circus of the year award goes to which team for you scooter
1: it's got to be the browns it's got to be the cleveland browns for me and i don't know what the point i need to make is besides what the heck is going on with deshaun watson and that whole situation but any any stadium deshaun watson goes to i think he's gonna get just absolutely like hammered with uh allegations of, or just like chance we obviously saw it already one in Jacksonville the first preseason game that's if he's not already suspended the first for the full season um but I don't know I I, I think even if he isn't suspended it's still just gonna be a, a entirely huge circus
0: okay I like that that is perfect there's already been so much talk around them this year that is a an even better pick than what I went with I went with the New York football Giants.
1: Yeah. I think, <laughs>
0: I think if they start Daniel Jones this whole year, it is going to be a shiz show, to say the least. It See, is it going to as, be wild.
1: It might as well be a circus, and he's going to be the head clown, Daniel Jones, because, man, I'm I'm going to have... A, if they start him the whole year, I'm going to have a great time talking about on this podcast.
0: It's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. So
1: the, the Saints might be... Uh, you can't no. have the Saints as all I your award winners, though. I can't. The, yeah. I, and I, I don't ever love the circus. So I can't say the Saints will be a circus. Oh, that's good. That's a good point. Great point. The Jets could also be a huge circus, too.
0: I'm in on the Jets this year. I don't think they'll be a circus. I think they'll be.
1: They've been the circus of, of the last month or two, for sure.
0: The other New York team's going to take that circus back from them. It's going to move oh, right. to the other side of New York.
1: Yep. I agree.
0: So the P.T. Barnum Circus of the Year Award goes to the New York Giants. And who did you take again? I'm kind of forgetting now. I took the Browns,
1: but I should just go with the Giants too.
0: The Browns. The Browns and the Giants. Those are perfect teams for this award. Yep. Couldn't think of better teams. Yep. How about the next one? The Joe Burrow Best Sophomore QB Award.
1: Oh, there you go. I like it. I think you know my answer.
0: I know you're going Davis Mills.
1: I am going Davis Mills. I just couldn't pass up. We already talked about how much I uh, how much stock I have in Mills Mafia. I, I'm picking the guy who's going to have the best finish, in my opinion, and he'll have the most House of Highlights clips on Instagram. I'm sure it's going to be Trey Lance.
0: Okay, I I I think we all figured that was going to happen. Yep. I this was a tougher one for me. I love Zach Wilson, Justin Fields. Trevor Lawrence already has a lot of hype around him going on, and I just don't think highly of him. But I went with my boy, Mac Jones. There you go. I think just I, I it's not going to be house of highlights like you're seeing with Trey Lance, but <laughs> it's going to be Tom Brady type stuff, you know, just controlling the ball, not turning it over a lot. Nothing special, but just the sophomore QB that I want.
1: Mac Jones, uh, famously the 85th best player in the NFL, according to the players this week. Did you see that?
0: No, I didn't see that. But (laughs) that seems a little bit higher than I would put him. But, hey, I love it. I love that the players are backing him.
1: All I'll say is, so, yeah, he – so the players, they come out with a vote or whatever. They all vote on their peers. And NFL Network releases like the top 100. And Mac Jones came in in 85. And let's just say the comments were hot. About him. They, they
0: were. You just wait until he's top ten next year. It's coming exactly. in hot.
1: Exactly.
0: I love it. So Trey Lance and Mac Jones win the Joe Burrow Best Sophomore QB Award. I love Tucker.
1: it. No one's ever said we're biased. We aren't biased whatsoever. No, 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 no. Uh, here's let me make a quick point. I I think any one of these sophomore quarterbacks I can see winning this award. Like I I truly there's there's great compared to so many other quarterback classes I see so much potential in all of these guys
0: you could convince me if Kirk Cousins go down in the preseason to take Kellen Mond as this I think there's seriously six guys <laughs> and and if you're the Vikings guy and Kellen Mond leads them to the
1: playoffs come on oh man. that's a big move that's true that's true you couldn't convince me Kellen Mond but
0: <laughs> if Kirk Cousins went down, is what I'm saying. You could convince yeah. me.
1: Yeah, no, totally.
0: Okay, okay. Well, we'll move off that award. How about the MVP this year? Who is who gets your MVP vote?
1: It's got to be Josh Allen. Time. I think I'm ready to move on from Aaron Rodgers. I'm ready to move on from Tom Brady. Maybe Mahomes. I'm actually going to pivot. I'm going to go with Mahomes. Oh, wow sorry.
0: great yeah. do you know actually the buccaneers don't have an mvp award winner i don't think ever so tom brady hasn't won it while he's been with the buccaneers just a quick fact there for you
1: well it's good to know but i just also just feel like for some reason like when was the last year he won it was it 2018 or is
0: it 2017 timelines are tough for me it was 2017 with the patriots i feel like
1: i think it was 18 because that was the year they beat the rams and they were just like all right well brady didn't even have that great of year but there's no one else to give it to
0: i can't remember those timelines are are iffy for me
1: and then and then uh mahomes won it in 2020 2019 and rogers -back. back to back right yep let's check that. Right
0: so are you pivoting? Are you for sure I'm, moving
1: to Mahomes? Oh, oh no, I was wrong. 2017 Brady. I forgot about your boy. I forgot about your number one quarterback ever.
0: Lamar Jackson.
1: Yeah, Lamar Jackson.
0: Yeah. Um
1: I am pivoting to Mahomes. I think he I think he gets his mojo back. We saw some boneheaded stuff from last year. I think he's ready to shock the world again.
0: I like it. Uh also Lamar Jackson not my number one quarterback ever, but currently <laughs> Currently, if I had to take a QB one. Yeah, I know. know. Awesome. I we have the same MVP vote. I went with Patrick Mahomes from the very get go.
1: Holy crap.
0: I think the narrative around it is going to be much better if Mahomes leads this team without Tyreek Hill, who bailed him out a lot, according to the media. Yeah, Travis Kelsey, a lot of these unproven wide receivers or Juju Smith Schuster, who's had a great year, but then hasn't done anything for multiple years. Yeah, I think Mahomes gets my MVP vote as of right now. That's going to be a very great narrative for him.
1: It'll be a safer spot for him to be in than normal, where the expectations were after he won that first one was like, all right, well, he's going to win it every year for the next 10 years, pretty much. Or he's going to win it like five out of the next 10 years. And now I feel like we're at the point where it's like people don't think he's even going to win it again ever. So, because of that, like, he has the opportunity to that window is creaking right back open again he it's can, awesome maybe surprise surprise some people and not have to worry about voter fatigue
0: here we go so we're both in on Patrick Mahomes this is the first ever preseason award show award that went to the same person that is incredible love it love it how about Let's move on. I don't have a name for this one. Maybe you could come up with a name for this one, but this is the record of the year, so the most likely record to be broken this year.
1: Who who broke a record last year? Cooper Cup? Ben Roethlisberger. From-
0: oh. <laughs> could we give this the Urban Meyer Record of the Year Award?
1: <laughs> every, every award should be named after him. <laughs> it's probably got to be Cooper Cup, like the whole Triple Crown thing.
0: Okay, let's give it the Cooper
1: Cup record of the Year award. Okay, I'm why don't you why don't you go ahead on this? go first on this one.
0: Okay, I will go first. I think the record of the year that will be broken is touchdown passes. In 2013, oh. Peyton Manning broke the touchdown record, which was previously held by Tom Brady. He also broke the passing yards record that season. Yeah, I, I think we are seeing the most QB talent we have ever seen on the field at one time right so uh, a lot of times we've seen like rogers brady and manning all on the field at the same time but right now you could convince me that any of the top 10 quarterbacks in this league could be like number one through three at any point so i personally think we're going to see a lot of touchdowns thrown this year and i'm going with the touchdown record i think somebody gets 56
1: do you have a name specifically who you think it's gonna be it's gotta be Mahomes, right if he's winning mvp
0: I don't have a specific name. I I think Mahomes could still win MVP and not break the passing touchdown record. Ooh. But be close. He could be like 53
1: touchdowns. Throwing. Yeah, I think Josh Allen could break it this year.
0: I think Josh Allen, Derek Carr, Patrick Mahomes, Russell Josh, Wilson.
1: Josh Allen runs it too much, though. He's going to have too many rushing touchdowns. We got to tell him to stop rushing it so he can he can break that record.
0: We'll get him on the line. But <laughs> this is a record I feel like... It's a, it's a lofty record, but somebody's going to break it, and I feel like it's going to be this year.
1: I like that one. I like that one a lot. I'm going with – th- I got to stick with my theme here. Uh, Justin Jefferson's breaking their receiving yards record this year. Wow. 1964, I think, um, is the record. I can't remember who holds it. Calvin
0: Johnson this- holds it.
1: Is it Calvin Johnson? Okay. Yep. It should have been a- another good trivia. We're just pulling out. I need to start writing things down for an, we're year. now a
0: trivia podcast. We are no longer a sports podcast. We're a trivia some are, podcast.
1: Some are saying, some are saying that, um, I think Justin Jefferson, he's going to be committed to it. Um, and Kirk cousins, I think he's going to be looking his way more than anything this year. Uh, I, I have, I think he's going over 2000.
0: Wow. Right, okay.
1: 2000
0: 17 yep. games. It's definitely possible. Yep. I, I, I don't know if he'll get a lot of touchdowns because I feel like for some reason, Adam Thielen will get a lot of the touchdowns that he would normally get, but he he will get a lot of yards. So that's a great pick.
1: Yeah, that's what So he's going to have to average like 115 yards a game, something like that.
0: Yeah, but he could have a couple 200 yard games very easily, especially against like the Bears or who knows the lions maybe i don't know like just random teams that
1: gonna need like 400 yards versus the lions both those games, those games.
0: <laughs> i like it i like it so the cooper cup record of the year award goes to <laughs> touchdown passes and justin jefferson breaking the passing yards record
1: can't wait can't, can't wait. wait
0: how about the the cincinnati Bengals' best future bet on of the year so the oh. Cincinnati Bengals won the Super Bowl last year. If you had that future bet, would have won you. or They didn't win the Super Bowl. They AFC made it to the champion. Yes. if champion, If they won the AFC Championship, it would have been the bet of the year, right? So yes. what is your best future bet of the year? The Cincinnati Bengals bet of the year.
1: All right, I'm going to go with the opposite of that, that sentiment. I'm going to bet that the Giants start the year 0-8 whoa (laughs) okay uh and that's for some context on this so their bye week is week nine they also have they have a back-to-back of the jaguars and the seahawks (laughs) in week seven and week eight and then in week 10 after their bye they have the lions and the texans so just four straight just trash heaps of teams i believe I still think they're going 0 and 8. I was going to say they went 0 and 10, but I have to believe they'll be one of those four just bottom.
0: <laughs> that is incredible. Yep. Very yep. incredible. I like that pick. You could definitely make a lot of money off that. So that's a good <laughs> way to go.
1: I can't find it in any sports book. So,
0: no, had, you'd have to go.
1: I, yeah, I had to make it up.
0: I'm sure the odds on that would be great. That Absolutely great. I, they
1: might be they might be a lock it might be like minus 150
0: <laughs> it might be actually <laughs> the bet i went with was a safe bet um it wasn't a, a cincinnati bengals bet i should have went with a better bet but i went with something that probably has a a minus 200 right now maybe even a minus 300 and that's the buccaneers to win the nfc south i think that's your best yeah. bet on yeah. winning any type of money this year
1: yep lock it in yeah, if sure. you're, yeah, that's that is the safest bet of all time. Probably like the 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 only yeah. I can't <laughs> think of any
0: scenario where it doesn't matter. Tom Brady maybe gets injured and then Tom Brady
1: has a stroke.
0: Still maybe the go.
1: rest of the team doesn't come back. Kyle Trask, I still have a little more faith in him than any other NFC South quarterback.
0: Yeah, I like that
1: um yeah I mean I and mean, be Kyle throwing to Godwin Evans and Julio Jones so yeah, it's, it's got to be the safest pick by far
0: yeah that's that's what I went with so it's that awesome. wins so for for us the Cincinnati Bengals best future bet of the year goes to the, the Tampa the Bay Giants. Buccaneers to win the <laughs> NFC South and the Giants to be 0-8 I love it we're feeling yeah. it right now
1: yeah completely so
0: that kind of wraps up our awards here, Scooter. And, and to finish off, I kind of want to go into a big finish and talk about some hot takes or bold predictions we have for the 2023 season, right? So we we've talked about some things. I'll start us off with one. and Maybe we can go back and forth until we kind of run out. Or if I have more, or you have more, we'll just go. But I think Tom Brady has a quote unquote down year.
1: Oh, what does that look like?
0: Um, Not top five in the MVP category. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so a normal year for uh or still a very good year for any any player whatsoever pretty much
0: yeah but not a great year not an amazing year yeah
1: yeah okay i can see that i can see that i mean my my hottest take of all was definitely the vikings winning the nfc south um but i think which would
0: be impossible for the vikings to win the nfc south
1: (laughs) that's true that's a that is a scorching take um My hot take is going to be the – shoot, what was it?
0: I've got plenty more. Do you want me to rattle off some more? You
1: fire it up. You you fire them off.
0: Let me me just rapid fire these. Kirk Cousins throws 45 touchdowns but also 20 interceptions. Okay. The Cardinals win a playoff game. Scorching. Only two AFC West teams make the playoffs.
1: I thought you said four would i said three you said said okay
0: but that's a bold prediction
1: yeah oh yeah definitely
0: justin fields is great but the bears as a whole are terrible so justin fields has you know potentially like potentially the best sophomore qb year but the bears still can't get wins
1: that's that was my actually my hot take i think the bears win eight games this year
0: okay that's a good hot take yeah and i think
1: they win two
0: yeah i have two i have them winning two (laughs)
1: Which is shocking because they they got rid of your boy finally. They got rid of Matt Nagy.
0: I know, and I just <laughs> I think they're the worst team in the NFL. Personally, uh, oh, they yeah. are horrible. Yeah. Um, and then my last, I this is actually a hot take, bold prediction. Okay. there will be a Jimmy G trade. The Washington Commanders will trade for Jimmy G at some point.
1: Thank Goodness, please do it, Commanders. Please do it, Commies, for your own good. We need you to do it. I think is it will not- be like
0: three games in.
1: Okay, yeah, they'll they'll remember that Carson Wentz is is he's not wearing a mask. Uh, he's he's not Tom Brady isn't wearing a Carson Wentz mask for him or something <laughs> like that, and they'll get rid of him.
0: Yes, maybe Nick Foles can come and back Carson Wentz up again in in Washington, but I think it's Jimmy G gets the starting spot and maybe takes him to a playoff, depending on if he actually does get traded there.
1: Fair enough. Fair enough. I think my hot take wa- is, oof. I don't like any of these hot takes that I've written down.
0: The Kansas Jayhawks beat the Texas Longhorns in football.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Not a hot take. That's to be expected these days, to be honest. Dang. Okay, my my here's my hot take. Here's my best one. Tua wins. If there was a most improved player at the year award, Tua wins it. Whoa. <laughs> that is a very hot take. Tua throws 30 touchdown passes, 10 interceptions.
0: Yeah. That's, a, that's really good for Tua. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. If I was a I'll Dolphins fan,
0: I would take that.
1: And, and Daniel Jones, I'm taking the over turnovers at 25. I'm taking that over.
0: Oh, I would take the under.
1: Oh, Really?
0: Mostly because I think Daniel Jones will only start like three games.
1: <laughs> okay, so we'll do an average. Yeah, over three at least three turnovers per yes, game.
0: Yes, <laughs> I would take that over. I would smash that over. Smash that over.
1: I'll smash two and a half at least. Okay. How about
0: how about the bold prediction? I'm not predicting this, but others are maybe predicting it. Not me. Bill Belichick retires at the end of this year.
1: Wow. I disagree. Okay. Can't see it.
0: I I personally can never see a future without Bill Belichick, but others are saying, not me, others, not me.
1: Some are saying, yeah, it won't be, you won't hear it on the Dual Threat podcast.
0: Yeah, you you never would. Well, that wraps up everything NFL. We are so glad we got this preseason out here. We are so excited for the next season coming up. Scooter, what's going on in the agenda this weekend? We have something big we want to shout out here real quick.
1: We do there. Word on the streets is there's a pretty big golf tournament happening, um, and it's not the BMW Championship. It is the Big Brown Jacket tournament, and the odds are, I, I think you're the odds-on favorite probably this year.
0: I think I'm Tanner's probably... this year's odds-on favorite.
1: No, I'm I'm taking you. I think Tanner's been too involved in his his golf company. I don't think he's been getting out enough. I think I'm taking you.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah yeah or spence spencer could be it this we've all won it so there's four guys it's you me tanner and spencer we've all won it spencer's the only one that hasn't won it in the three years yeah so this could be spencer's year get four for four
1: spencer's been in the lab he's been in the simulator i think every night he's coming off a big trivia win he's riding high (laughs) i think honestly so
0: (laughs) that trivia wins really gonna get him over the hump
1: yeah yeah he he rode the atomic shabom wave all the way to the chip in that one so
0: oh yeah well we're definitely going to try to get because we're we're playing 36 holes this year this is the first time we've ever played 36 holes there will be 18 holes for the straight up play where the winner of the brown jacket gets that win and then we do a scramble for the another 18 holes and here's a little sneak peek, Scooter. I I don't want you to tell the other two boys right now, but there will be something for the scramble winners this year. There is a, a prize this year for the scramble winners.
1: Prize? You say? Huh? What's do I get any uh, intel on what it might be?
0: There, both. I will tell you this, and this is only for Dual Threat Podcast listeners. Okay. There will be something for both of the scramble's winners. It will not be a shared oh. prize. There will be something for both people.
1: Wow. That the is year. That's tremendous. I hope we're on the same team so we can just swindle the other two and and manage our way to cuz I know I know the other two. They're not they're not going to be listening. They're going to have no idea. Yeah. There's, There's some surprise.
0: I think we could run it back. I think last year we won the scramble tournament together, right? So Yeah. We oh. could run it back this year and, and definitely go back-to-back years of being the Scramble champs.
1: We need it. I need it. Because I know <laughs> I'm not winning.
0: Hey, you never know. That's that's why we play the game. You never know what's going to happen.
1: That is that is why they play it.
0: Well, perfect. Do you have any other shout-outs? I know we're going to be on Instagram as much as we can during that tournament, but do you have any other shout-outs here before we go, man?
1: I am going to shout-out um, some future guests we hope to have hoping to have um maybe a byu cougar on the podcast here soon um we on the street as he'll be joining us at some point uh, a, a famous football player might be steve young might be zach wilson who knows um so yeah look out for for upcoming content well i'm sure we'll talk college football a little bit more um but yeah shouting us out
0: i love it I love it. I'm shouting out the boys because we're going to be buzzing this this year. Uh, obviously, 2023 is going to be a big year for us and we're going to be buzzing with the boys. So I'm shouting out the boys.
1: We are going to be buzzing any any specific reason we're going to be. buzzing?
0: <laughs> well, I'm having twins, so I'm going to be buzzing <laughs> off that. So <laughs> my wife is pregnant with twins and I'm buzzing. I'm going to be buzzing.
1: I'm buzzing, too, because my wife is pregnant as well. So we'll be, be uh, soon. We're going to change the name of the podcast dual threat father fathers of three
0: buzzing with the fathers i don't know we'll figure something out
1: we're gonna have to workshop that for sure
0: (laughs) we'll get it in the shop we'll get it in the shop so that's my shout out buzzing with the boys this this year i'm excited
1: i can't wait baby congrats to you congrats to you megan
0: congrats to you too congrats to you too so that wraps up this week's episode of the dual threat podcast we appreciate you all for tuning in we'll check you on the instagram we'll check you on anchor next time we'll check you on the podcast next time we love you guys see ya see ya